Help I Got a Mac podcast episode number 156. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. And welcome back to another episode of Help I Got a Mac. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Chris Spiding. We're here each and every week to give you the latest and greatest in the world of Apple and Macintosh. And uh, we're recording on Monday nights. I'm still getting used to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, though. Yeah, we'll get used to it. So, uh, hey, here's the deal. This week, Chris, I was doing an interview. By the way, did you ever watch the TV show Full House when you were a kid? Yes. Do you remember the girl who played DJ, the older sister? Yes. Stephanie and I interviewed her this past week. Oh, really? That's Kurt Cameron's sister, right? Yeah. Her name's uh, Candace Cameron Beret. And we actually, she came out with a book. It's called Reshaping It All. It's about um, spiritual and uh, physical fitness. And uh, it's got some great tips and, and advice on how to lose weight and some other great um, tweaks to our lives. But anyway, uh, it's a, a book that Stephanie was reading and she's got she had gotten really excited about it. And our sponsor, Mardell.com, arranged it so that we could interview her when she came to Mardell to do a book signing. So we had this great interview and it turns out that she is an Apple fan. Oh, yeah. How cool is that? Doesn't surprise me. Well, it shouldn't, I guess, should it? No. It's just, uh, anyway, it was it was fun. We, we, we talked up Apple stuff. She shared her favorite apps and stuff like that. That's cool. It was fun. It's the first nice. time I've ever had an, uh, inter- in an interview with a celebrity, and we, we, talked, we talked tech. There's nothing wrong with that. It's all good. So uh, what's new on the biting front when it comes to the world of Apple? Anything exciting happening? Uh, is that our transition in the news? Oh, I guess we can call it the transition to the <laughs> there's news. Nothing, I just, I just there's nothing know, personally happening. That's, um, that's what I was asking. Is, you know, is, is there like any kind of new savings fund being set aside for any particular oh, product? Nah. Or? No, um, not really. Okay. Um, no, I, uh, I've just been really busy with, uh, with WordPress and all WordPress related activities. Why is that? Oh, because I'm doing some WordPress stuff for my new employer. Are you really? Yep. Very interesting. Yeah, using a framework called PageLines. What is it called? PageLines. No, but what was the what's the you said a framer? Framework. Framework. Just like thesis is a framework. Oh, okay. So you're using a you mean a theme? No, a framework. No, a framework. <laughs> I have no idea. It's then. something that the that the it's it's a it's a theme, but the framework the the theme runs in a framework. Oh yeah, okay. But anyway, uh, there there is a pretty cool app that I got my, for my phone recently called Into Now. Okay. And uh, you know the the um, the program like um, oh what's that program that you can push a button and it'll listen to your music and oh, it'll tell you that would be Shazam. Yes. So instead of doing that, if you're playing a movie or a TV show, it uh-huh. can hear it and it'll tell you what it is. Nice. Yeah. So like I was watching more American Eats yesterday on the History Channel. Does it tell you about the episode and all that other good jazz? Uh, Not really. It just tells you who else is watching it, what channel it's on, and if, if 
if if it notices that you like a certain things, it can suggest things to you and stuff. It's pretty. It's just amazing. I was watching a show on Netflix from a few years ago, and it's it was a show that wasn't that popular, I don't think. And it knew exactly what episode it was, and there wasn't a whole lot going on in that episode. And it was just like audio wise, I was just blown away that it knew what it was. Well, the I guess the question I'm asking, you know, how if you have a DVR and you click info, and it'll just tell you, you know, who the main stars of the show are, and like a maybe a one sentence. Um, summary of what's going on in this episode and you know what you know what what the original air date was does it give give you any of that it just says like in this one it said inventors and innovators transform the american menu yeah that's it that's what i'm talking about yeah the little yeah yeah. and does it tell you what you know what season and episode number it was if it has that information yeah like i'm looking at glee and see what people i'll just yeah it's just showing it's not showing episode info it's just showing the actual like TV show and how many people watch it. So oh, okay, I got you. Well, it, it's, it's 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 neat. It's neat to try. So well, it, it sounds cool. And and of course, uh, it you know those are if if I were going to want to participate in an app like that, I think if the developers are listening, uh, you know some of those additional little tidbits of information, kind of like a you know linking it to IMDb even. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. I agree. Anyway, so what so what made you decide to get that? How'd you hear about it? Oh, I was just browsing the uh, the store the other day, and I just saw it on there. I thought it was pretty cool. Cool. Hey, I got a question for you. Have you ever heard of an application that you can get for your Mac where you can download all of Wikipedia, or even on your phone or iPad? You know what? I have, and I I, I can't remember what the name of it was, though. We're getting ready to go on this cruise, and we're going to be gone for 11 days total, and we want to be able to like research a bunch of stuff on Wikipedia while we're gone, and and uh, I haven't had a chance, and I just wanted to know if you knew off the top of your head. So I'll tell you what, we're going to put this out on uh, either tonight or tomorrow on Tuesday. And so we don't leave until Friday. So if anybody's listening to this and you know what that application is, I, I'd prefer something for the for the Mac, MacBook Air. But uh, if it had to be on the iPad, that wouldn't be a problem. I've got plenty of extra space on there for that. I would imagine that it's going to take up about a good gig or two of, of space. For oh, yeah, Mac. at least. But uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm interested in in downloading all of Wikipedia. <laughs> Do it. Uh, too funny. So um, yeah, and and also I'm having an issue recently. Um, are you a Chrome user? I am. Yes, I am as well. And I love Chrome on my Mac, but both Chrome on my Mac and my MacBook Air. Are, is experiencing an issue where it is uh, breaking images, um, so it's not displaying them. And this basically, if I open up, like for example, if there there was a point where if I loaded up uh, Podcast Answer Man, it wouldn't show the header or some of the images in the sidebar. And if I open it up over in Safari or Firefox, it shows them just fine and and all of that other stuff. And but it just would not show it in Chrome. <clears throat> and I did some searching on the web, and I found some other people are having this issue as well. And it just started happening about three or four days ago. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe they pushed a brand new update of Chrome out to us. I'm looking here. It happens automatically, so I don't even pay attention. Yeah. Let's see, I my got nine point zero point five nine seven point eight four. And uh, let's see. Yep, that's exactly what I have. And okay. uh, what's weird is, like, for example, my signature, my my signature, I have my little logo. It's, yeah. It just shows that little broken image uh, icon. 
and and it doesn't show like for example when it puts it in my signature line on Gmail and of course if I go and open that message somewhere else it, you know the the image is there exactly the way it's supposed to be but it's it's kind of frustrating I did a search on uh, I did I went to Twitter and I did a search for Chrome broken image there was some tweets I did a search for Chrome missing image there were some tweets and all of them within the last 24 to 48 hours and I also found a couple people talking about it on uh, on on Google and in, in their blog posts and stuff like that. So I'm not <laughs> alone, but it's definitely sporadic and uh, seemingly no way to fix it just yet. That's not good. No, one person suggested that if you go in and you take the the offending images have you know where they're actually giving you the width and height attribute, and if you take that away, it supposedly fixes it. But a lot of the images that are missing for me. Uh, and this isn't just on my own servers, by the way. This is, you know, some some of the other places on the web are just missing images. It's hard; huh. they're harder to catch in some places unless it's an obvious header or something like that. But yeah, but uh, still, it's 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 frustrating, and it's it's almost making me want to dump Chrome for a while. And and I don't want, like that because Chrome is so fast compared to the other two bloated yeah. browsers. I've been using um, Firefox because I need Firebug for development. Yeah, and. Uh, Gosh, man, I'm just not used to using it anymore. I know it's bloated. I mean, it take, it's slow. It's it's um, it's not fun. The other thing, uh, I'm getting ready to go on a cruise, and I am going. I to think have, you've said that already. I'm I'm going to have limited access to the internet. Um, it's I think 65 cents a minute for Wi-Fi there. Jeez. Uh, I think if I'm going to buy a card. I think it's going to be a hundred dollars, which will give me approximately four hours of browsing on the web so you're saying we're doing the show then right oh we won't i don't think i'll be able to do that from the show from <laughs> the cruise but anyway so i'll have a total of four hours over the course of the seven days on the ship and i don't plan on like spend you know i'm gonna spend probably about an hour to 90 minutes each day on email in the morning and i don't plan on you know being logged in that entire 90 minutes so what I did in preparation for this was um, set up my Mac mail with IMAP in Google. And do you know what it did to me? It tried to download a ton of messages, I bet. Oh, just 32,874 of them. <whistles> and now I, well, don't know how to yeah. dump, I don't know how to get rid of them. Do I just <laughs> delete that account and then it'll delete all those messages? Yeah. That's good to hear. Well, I did sync it all, and so I assume now that you know when I when I go on the ship and and everything like that, I should be able to just go online, tell it to go fetch my messages, sign off the internet, then process everything locally, and then sign back on and hit send, and then they'll send all those messages out. And uh, when I come back home, I can delete that account and I'll free up all that space on my MacBook Air again. Yes. Now, now, when, now, when are you leaving again? I leave Friday. And wow. uh, we're going to leave Friday morning, and we're driving down to Fort Lauderdale, Florida. It's going to be a two-day drive, and so uh, and then we leave, the ship leaves on Sunday, and we get back on the following Sunday. Wow, that's awesome! Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. I get to hang out with Dan Miller, author of Forty Eight Days to the Work You Love, and I get to hang out with uh, Connie and Sheila, two of my clients from Nashville, and and uh, some other really awesome people who own their own businesses and. Kind of little do a lot of mixing work and play together, and and uh, all the all all the people on board will be doing what they love for a living. That's awesome. It is awesome. I'm very excited. 
So anyway, yep, that, that's what I've got going on in my tech world. My tech world is getting the MacBook Air ready to go. <laughs> MacBook Air. Lucky! Ah, I worked hard to get it. I know. All right, so what's going on in the world of news when it comes to Mac and Apple? Oh, man. Well, new MacBook Pros are rumored to be coming soon. Okay. Yeah, inside, uh, pull up my note here. Dang on it. Come on. There we go. Uh, they show up in the Best Buy inventory with a March 11th launch date, and it's a dummy skew. So it's this happened last time, but they came out a month later. So uh, it looks like the Best Buy stores have recently placed dummy SKUs for an updated MacBook Pro line. According to the Best Buy inventory system, the new MacBook Pro line will feature an 1199 model, which is the base price for the current 13-inch MacBook. And uh looks like the refresh is going to be like anything else. That the price changes really don't happen. They just bump up everything. Uh, probably going to have the Sandy Bridge um, chipset from Intel, so it's going to have the new fast stuff. So hopefully March at the latest, maybe before. That would be that would be awesome. Well, the idea of having an 1199 entry into MacBook Pro is pretty pretty intriguing. That's what they are now, aren't they? Oh, is that is that what they are? I think so. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. Yeah. Then. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just new MacBook Pros. The last time they were updated was in April of last year, so they're kind of in need of it. Gotcha. Well, I'll tell you what. I love I love the nine ninety nine price point of the MacBook Air. You can't beat that. Yeah. See, I need more juice. Yeah, I know that. you do. But, but it'd be do, awesome to have the, the, the good juice that you need, though. You you can't just go with the minimum thirteen inch MacBook Pro, though, either, could you? That's what I use now. Is that what you're using now? Yeah. Huh. Right. I mean, I could probably get by on the on the uh, eleven inch, but the screen I, I would need more screen real estate. You know, it's really not that bad. It, it, try to oh, excuse me, I just, I'm yawning. We're recording at night. Uh, try to open try to open up a a, a uh, After Effects. Oh yeah, uh, well, I haven't tried that. Since. I have like 900 layers, literally. <laughs> oh okay. Yeah, that that well, of course, you could go mini DVI out to your big, you know, 27 inch you know, giant screen monitor, right? Of course. Of course. See, that would work. Anyway, what's Apple about? Apple's going to eliminate box software. Yeah. Uh, this is according to Mac rumors. So, you know, hold it with a grain of salt or whatever they say with the grain of sand. I don't know. But uh, they're saying with the success of the iTunes app store and the launch of the Mac app store, it seems clear that the long-term future of software sales is going to be a digital distribution Based on what Mac Rumors has heard, Apple is planning on making the move to all digital sooner than expected at the retail stores. Apple's working towards eliminated box software and presumably focusing sales through the Mac App Store. And Apple's recent plans to start offering personal setup for Mac seems to be in line. And what they're saying now is when you purchase a Mac at the Apple retail store, an employee will help you set up your email accounts, walk you through the Mac App Store, set up an iTunes account for you, and showing the basic pointers of owning a Mac. So, yeah, there you go. More, more, more reason to get rid of all those shells. You know, I, I still. But more, more iPhone cases. Yeah, no doubt. Um, you know, I, I, I still, I'm a, I, I liked, I liked the old days of the store where I could just browse software by looking on the shelf, though. Yeah, and this also goes in hand with a rumor. I can't find it right now, but I also heard that Apple may be eliminating the optical drive from the next series of MacBook Pros. Really. Well, yeah, that, which will, would kind of be a bummer. I think it would be a huge bummer. In fact, that's one of the things that I will tell you that's going to be a little bit frustrating with the MacBook Air 
is that it doesn't have a DVD drive. And, yeah. you know, the we were going to rent a minivan that had, you know, the whole DVD player and stuff in it. But I found a deal where it was $200 cheaper to get one without it. And, um, you know, sure, I can download some movies. Well, for $200, I can download a lot of movies <laughs> into iTunes. That's true. And play them onto the uh, to the system here. But, you know, it, it's frustrating because with Redbox, the, we, we were even talking about this. You know, with Redbox, you could pick up a movie here uh, in northern Kentucky, drive down, you know, by the time you get to Lexington, they're finished with their first movie. You drop it off at a Redbox down there and pick up another one. Yeah. And you could do that all the way to Florida. That's true. <laughs> it's, a do- it's a dollar a movie. So, ah, anyway. Yeah, and how much do they charge for the external drive for the for the Mac? I don't know. Do they have an Looking external here. drive? But still, I mean, it, an external drive is just cumbersome. Yeah, I'm just looking here. Let's see. I don't see it. Uh, it's probably like a hundred bucks or so. Yeah, but still, I mean, even that, it, you don't want to sit there and have a, a laptop and a drive in your in your lap. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, I th- I think the kids are gonna be fine. I think what we'll do is we'll we'll probably you know buy or rent some movies off of uh, iTunes and and uh, load up all the iOS devices. Right on. Right yeah, on. yeah. MacBook Air SuperDrive is eighty bucks. Eighty bucks is not bad. But, not terrible, but still wouldn't necessarily want to do it that way. Well, see, I'm hoping that they release these things before my employer buys me a laptop. Ah, okay. Because Daddy wants the newest. Well, the good news is that I called the uh, the ship and made sure that they had Wi-Fi. That I didn't need an Ethernet adapter since I don't have an Ethernet port on this thing either. <laughs> Who needs Ethernet? Ethernet, Ethernet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm joking. So anyway, um, Verizon iPhone, what's going on with the Verizon iPhone? No, except yeah. for the fact that it, it led Verizon to the to the sales record, like the best sales record ever. Yeah, and their system like went down for a little bit, and now they're telling people that you know if you're a high uh, data user, they may slow down your connection, and that they may compress images and video for that, optimal uh, is, transmission. That's after five gigs though, right? Uh, no, no. We're saying if you use a bunch of data, even up to your five gig, they may uh, slow you down. Huh. Have fun on Verizon, kids. <laughs> I don't I'll think stay, I, I'll I stay don't on think, my AT and I have a AT and T unlimited, and I'll tell you, I've not been throttled yet. Neither have I, man. I, I get fast internet on mine. Anyway, um, the our our friends at iFixYour always likes to take apart all that stuff, right? Yeah. They took apart the Verizon iPhone before they even powered it on and found out that unlike the the GSM phone, uh, which carries an Infion chipset uh, for the GSM radio, mm-hmm. they, there's a, a Qualcomm Gobi wireless chipset in it, technically offering a world mode with both CDMA and GSM network support. Really? Yeah. So this will probably be the chip that's going to be in the iPhone 5 because they could just have one SKU instead of having you know four different phones. Uh, the chip also supports HSPA plus data with data rates up to 14.4 megabits. So that would cover AT&T's 4G network that they're talking about, as well as CDMA 2000, 1X, EVDO, Rev AB, whatever that means. Um, so, yeah, uh, the reason I fix it's thinking the reason uh, they kept it separate for the time being is that it made it easier for Apple when it comes to the antenna design, given the number of frequencies involved across the standards. Uh, ironically, though, the Motorola Droid uses the same Qualcomm chip. Hmm. So 
Yeah. So that's good. I mean, that they're offering, you know, that, that this chip is in there and, you know, down the line, Apple could say, okay, we got one model that supports Verizon and AT&T. That would be good, I think. Sure. Well, you know, confusion. You go into the Apple store, okay, do you want uh, 16 or 32? I want 16. Okay, do you want Verizon or AT&T? AT&T. You know, now you just go in, which one do you want? 16 gig, done, works on everything. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah. All righty. So, yeah, uh, do you think there's going to be lines and stuff on the 10th? I... Three days? Don't think so. I think there will be in New York and in uh, San Francisco. Yeah, I would agree with you there. But, but I don't think like I don't think the Cincinnati Apple Store is going to see a huge line of O people. Yeah, see I saw I w- we went over to the Eastgate Mall this weekend um to get Megan some shoes. And while we were there on the doors, all of the doors, every single door at this mall had you know, uh, you know, doors open at you know whatever super crazy insane early hours. As We're tired of the Kenwood Town Center getting all the uh, excitement here in in town. Exactly, and so basically, and 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 supposedly, I guess all these Verizon kiosks are going to get it. Remember when AT and T had the iPhone? You couldn't get it at those kiosks. You had to go to an actual store, AT and T store, or the Apple store. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Verizon's yeah. getting you know all those kiosks. I mean, I think the gosh, the store that I was at, the mall had like three different Verizon kiosks. Jeez, really? Yeah, it, it was crazy. So, um, yeah. So anyway, I I don't think there's gonna be lines. I really don't. Not in our area. I guess we'll find out. I, th- um, I think anybody who would have stayed in a I, here's the deal. Here, he, I, I, I believe this firmly. Unless you live in San Francisco or New York City. And you know what? Forget that. No. The people who would stand in line for an iPhone, they didn't know AT&T was going to be so bad in New York and San Francisco when they first got their iPhone. You know what I'm saying? Well, here's the yeah, Well, when the iPhone 4 came out, there were still a ton of people waiting in line in San Francisco, and they knew how bad it was going to be. Yeah, but those are the, but those are the people... See that's what I'm saying. The people who would wait in line, they're Aren't, not. They're not waiting. Uh, yeah. They're not waiting for Verizon. Yeah, yeah. The diehards already got their phones. That's what I'm saying. And only the diehards are going to sit there and stand in the line like that. I'll tell you what, though. As someone, you 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 waited and got your phone like a day early, didn't you? Yeah. Your iPhone four. Okay. Yeah. However, though, as someone who was who got up like at three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, and was in line with everybody, it was it was tiring. But it was super fun, man. Yeah, it was just a good time being with a bunch of people. You know, you know, I had my reserved at the store, so I, I was guaranteed one, and I was in a much shorter line. But it was still fun to like trade war stories with people, talk about Steve Jobs, talk about Apple, talk about how long I've been a Mac user. It's just you know, there, there's something about being in a, a crowd of like-minded people that's a lot of fun. And you know, when it time when the time comes for me to get the iPhone six or whatever it is, because you know I'm not going to get one in June since I'm under contract. I don't know if I'm going to pre-order it or not. We'll have to see, you know, with me being a new dad by the, you know, I'll be a, a deep in dadhood by then. Uh, but I, I still like getting up and waiting in line and stuff. It's super fun. Yeah. I will probably, I yeah, <laughs> I'll probably get in line when the next iPhone gets out. It was fun, man. You missed it. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I don't remember why I missed it, though. Because you pre-ordered it. I pre-ordered it. That's right. I pre-ordered it. And and it happened and it was launching on a Thursday, live show day. Oh, was it? Yeah. 
Oh. That was the real Oh, reason. yeah. I was going to call in and I didn't. Yep. <laughs> Q or MIA. Sorry, I was I was in iPhone Nirvana. Exactly. So anyway, um, what's Apple doing with ebook applications? I heard a lot of stuff going on over there. Yeah, this. there's all sorts of stuff going on. No one really knows the answer for sure. Uh, we do know that Apple rejected the so- Sony's e-reader app. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Saying that... Uh, I'm not really. Apple says, you know, they didn't change their terms. They're just enforcing something that, you know, you technically in their store that you can't have anything where you buy outside of their store to, and access. I don't know. It's... It comes down to possibly if you use the Kindle app, you may they may make it so you have to you can either use their website or buy the book in an in-app purchase. So that Apple can get thirty percent of that. Yeah. <laughs> the Apple's being greedy, man. Of course they are. They're Apple. They they I mean they need some extra money in the bank, don't they? Yeah, yeah, because they're hurting. They're hurting over there. I'll tell you what though, you know, if you don't like it, you can always go to Android. That's yeah. right. Yep. Oh, speaking of Android, okay. Did you watch any of the Super Bowl? I was doing a website migration during the Super Bowl, but yeah, I caught a couple commercials. Okay. Well, Motorola had a commercial for their new tablet, the Zoom or whatever, right? Yeah, I heard that thing's eight hundred dollars. Just gonna say that. So it shows this hipster guy in this like sweater vest and or yeah, sweater vest and tie and all that stuff, and he's walking through a crowd of people. All with white iPhone, well, with white headphones, which actually I'm wearing white headphones right now, and uh, these gray hoods, and they all look like they're like in a cult, right? Yeah. He pulls out this super cool uh, honeycomb-based tablet, and this, that, and the other. Yeah. Now it comes out today, and there's a Best Buy ad. We're not sure if the if it's real or not, but right now on the Best Buy ad, it looks like they're asking eight hundred dollars for it. That's what got Wi-Fi and 3G in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. However. The three, the the Wi-Fi is disabled by Verizon <laughs> unless you pay for their data plan for at least one month. Oh my gosh! Welcome to uh, Choice Kids. Welcome to Verizon. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm going to stay with AT and T for right now, and I'm going to use my iPad. Oh, that's horrible. The, my my five hundred dollar iPad with sixty thousand, seventy thousand awesome iPad apps. Exactly. And 10-hour battery life. 10-hour battery life. I love it. It's Dodo case. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I have, have fun with that with that $800 uh, we're tablet. not We're not bitter or anything. I'm not. Well, hey, you know what? We're not I'm bitter. Using, we're, I have had a tablet for... When did I get this? A long time. Know, June, July. I had it for six months. I've been living in the future already, guys, for six months, and it's wonderful. I love, I love my iPad. Yeah. Use it every day. I... Generally, generally it's 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 in my bedroom and it's my nighttime laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Your nighttime laptop. But I, I've taken it uh since I, I now kind of have somewhat of a day job. I work for an ad agency now. And uh so being able to take your iPad into your into a meeting is is cool. So what but, application are you applications do you find that you're using in um these meetings other than Angry Birds? <laughs> Uh, generally, um, Evernote. Yeah. You like Evernote? I do like Evernote. I do like it. Uh, it crashed on me a couple times and, you know, Evernote pages, uh, keynote, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So showed off the daily. Oh, you know what? I haven't even downloaded the daily. You know what? Do you like it? 
it's okay. It's not a newspaper. I mean, it is. It's but a, it's, it's a glor- over-glorified magazine app. It's kind of like a daily magazine. Yeah. And, you know, it's got some headlines, but there's some been, there's a couple cool long-form stories. There was one about, um, the, remember the, the game Oregon Trail? Mm-hmm. There was a cool story about the Oregon Trail in there. And uh, you know what? I If you download it now, you get the, the first two weeks are free, thanks to Verizon. Um, and then after that, it's 99 cents a week or 40 bucks a year. Uh, I don't know. I've read, a, I've read a couple articles. I, I like it. Um, it's kind of slow. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to run, I'm going to ride out the two weeks and then make a decision. I mean, I wouldn't mind spending a buck a week on it. I mean, I spend more than that on, on a, you know, diet soda at work. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? I still haven't even gone and getting, got the, uh, the USA today that you told me that's free. <laughs> I still like Flipboard. I use that all the time. Yeah, but Flipboard's not news. Sure it is. How's it news? Do you if you gotta follow the right the right Twitter feeds? Oh, okay. Like I follow like the uh, San Francisco Gate, you know, SF Gate, the San Francisco Chronicle. Ah. I follow. Um, let's see them. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm opening Flipboard right now. I follow Engadget. I also follow Flip Gaming, which covers like Kotaku and Joystick and all those companies. Uh, Flip Tech, which is TechCrunch, Mashable, all that stuff. Uh, I also have Google Reader in here, so it's got all those RSS feeds. Um, also do Flip Cool inside Flipboard. I follow Daring Fireball. I follow Boing Boing. I follow TechCrunch. I follow Facebook. I follow my Twitter. I follow Smashing Magazine because they have design stuff. I follow The Onion because they're hilarious. Okay. Uh, Flip. Flip News covers a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm firing it up real quick here. Let's see. It's got uh, the foreign policy, ABC News, uh, a lot of ABC, CNN. Um, well, what do you need the daily for? I don't know. It's cool looking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have the New Yorker. Yeah, Flipboard is is still the best in my in my eyes. So. Gotcha. See, I, with Flipboard, the only thing I ever did was subscribe to my Twitter feed and Facebook, and I th- I kind of got bored with it. Oh yeah, you need you need to do all the other stuff. Gotcha. So that's all my right. app recommendation for the day, guys. Not not the daily. Get Flipboard. It's free. Makes it actually you fire it up, you follow some stuff, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, my, now my iPad has just become twenty times cooler. There you go. It's like it's like that book in the Inspector Gadget that Penny had. Cool. Remember Inspector Gadget? Yeah, I do. See, yeah, you I combine do. combine Flipboard with my Dodo case with my iPad. I have the world's greatest notebook. Very cool. So, uh, you know, now what? if I could just play World of Warcraft on it, I'd be happy. Yeah. Hey, uh, I, I got an app that I'm going to be trying on my my way down to Florida. Um, Traps, uh, Trapster. Have you ever used it before? I have not, sir. Trapster is an application that supposedly uh, it knows where you're at and it's user submitted where. If somebody, you know, if there's a known place where there's consistently, you know, law enforcement, vehicle enforcement, whatever you want to call them, uh, on the highway that, you know, it gives you an alert that says, hey, you should probably slow down right now. Well, there you go. So, I don't know. I'm going to see if, see how that works out. And, of course, I'll be using my totally awesome uh, USA uh, maps for TomTom. Cool. And uh, Angry Birds came out with an up- update, and I hear that uh, the Valentine's Day edition of Angry Birds is coming out. 
Yeah, if you got Angry, Angry Birds Seasons, uh-huh. you've already got the Valentine's version. Oh. It just will be updated. Sweet. It, so and it's also, a, go it, ahead. Has it been updated yet? No, but it will be. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, so I'll if you've be... already got it, and if you don't, go, go download it. You can play the Halloween and Christmas themes. And they just released an update to Angry Birds. And also, there's a movie called Rio that's coming out in April. Uh, just a little... Uh, a uh, little um, side note, my company's doing a lot of the marketing for that. So, um, yes. But anyway, uh, there is an Angry Birds uh, version of, for Rio coming out soon, too. So there's going to be like 45 levels out for free. So Very cool. Yeah. Angry Bird craziness. Awesome stuff. Well, hey, I'll tell you what. I know that you have to get ready to leave here in just a second. Um, I'll tell you what. Mitchell called in a question or some comments regarding the, um, you know, buying iLife and how you update things and stuff like that. Well, he followed up with an email. And so uh, I, I want to just share that we've gotten some clarification. And, and of course, we, we kind of touched on this last week. And, and so I think we, we came away pretty clear. But just in case anybody's confused, if you have purchased you know, like iLife on DVD at the store and you installed it and stuff like that. If you, you know, when it comes to updating that, those pieces of software will not ever be updated through the Mac app store. Those will right. get, those will be updated through the software updates, uh, just like they always have been. Um, and of course the other, the opposite of that is true. If you have purchased any kind of iLife applications inside the Mac App Store and there are updates. Those won't come through your your software system software updates. They'll, they'll actually be done updated through the um, through the App Store. And if you purchased, you know, and we talked again, again, just to confirm, if you purchased iLife or iWork or some of these other applications and now they're available individually inside the Mac App Store, just because you bought them before doesn't mean that you automatically get them the App Store versions and therefore can install and everything. If you want that App Store version, you have to pay for it at least once, and then that's when you can put it on all your computers. So there you go. Clarification. Thank you, Mitchell Boxif, for uh, letting us know that. And uh, if you if you like the game StarCraft... Uh-huh. This Thursday, Gameloft, who has been made a very good career copying pop, popular games like Halo and stuff, has a new game coming out Thursday called Starfront, <laughs> which is a uh, real-time sh- uh, real-time strategy game that is uh, heavily influenced by StarCraft. So, Cool. Is that yeah. going to be on the iPad? Right now, they're just saying iPhone. Hopefully, they will put it on the iPad, but right now, the iPhone looks like there's a version that's going to come out Thursday. Hmm, sounds interesting. Yes. I like it. Very cool. Well, I'll tell you what, folks. We will be back soon. Um, Now, Chris, I'm going to be gone the next two Mondays, so I will not be here to record. Um, I believe I'm going to, after we get done here, I know that you have to run. I think I'm going to try to record something to be released next week. And uh, we might have to skip a week. I don't know. We'll have to see. Okay. All right, but Chris, thank you very much for everything. And folks, if you want to give us a call on a voicemail feedback hotline, you can at 859-795-4067. Again, that phone number is 859-795-4067. And as you know, here in 2011 and beyond, all of our episodes of everything we produce here at gspn.tv is available for free. For free? For free. 
And of course, we're only able to do that through the generous support of our GSPN.TV Plus members. If you want to find out more about that, head over to GSPN.TV slash plus, and we encourage you to join the community. See ya.